Hello, and wherever you are today, the Lord be with you. I'm Frank Hines, planting and pioneering network leader in Church Wigan. It's Friday, July 10, and our psalm today is Psalm 88. Lord, you are the God who saves me. Day and night I cry out to you. May my prayer come before you. Turn your ear to my cry. I am overwhelmed with troubles and my life draws near to death. I am counted among those who go down to the pit. I am like one without strength. I am set apart with the dead like the slain who lie in the grave, whom you remember no more, who are cut off from your care. You have put me in the lowest pit in the darkest depths. Your wrath lies heavily on me. You have overwhelmed me with all your waves. You have taken me from my closest friends and have made me repulsive to them. I am, I am confined and cannot escape. My eyes are dim with grief. I call to you, Lord, every day. I spread out my hands to you. Do you show your wonders to the dead? Do their spirits rise up and praise you? Is your love declared in the grave? Your faithfulness in destruction? Are your wonders known in the place of darkness or your righteous deeds in the land of oblivion? But I cry to you for help, Lord. In the morning, my prayer comes before you. Why, Lord, do you reject me and hide your face from me? From my youth, I have suffered and been close to death. I have borne your terrors and I'm in despair. Your wrath has swept over me. Your terrors have destroyed me. All day long they surround me like a flood. They have completely engulfed me. You have taken from me friend and neighbour. Darkness is my closest friend. It was April 15, 1947, and a young man called Glenn Chambers sat in an airport waiting for a flight. For many years, he had been a New York banker, but on that day, he was flying out to Ecuador to be a missionary. In the excitement, he realized that he hadn't sent his mother a goodbye card, so he quickly grabbed a nearby piece of newspaper and scribbled his note around an advertisement on the page, tore it off and sent it. That night, his plane exploded into a 14,000-foot Colombian mountain. Not long after that, his mother received his note, words of love and hope around a newspaper advertisement. The note was a shocking, haunting one for his mother because this advertisement was just one word, one simple question in big, bold letters, and this word was, why? Why does God allow suffering and pain? It is a question that at one point or other is on all our lips. and It is a question that lies at the very heart of this psalm. Most of the psalms are vivid, expressive, emotive songs, but none more than Psalm 88. The language is raw and uncompromising. The darkness is crushing. The suffering is unremitting and ultimately unresolved. And the psalmist has much to lament. There, there are many who believe this psalmist is suffering a terminal illness. 
see verse 3. And alongside the despair of impending death, there is a sense of deep rejection. Verses 6, 7, 8, and 9. He believes that all his suffering has occurred at the hands of God. Compounding this is the isolation from friends and community who have abandoned him either because of ritual uncleanness, there is some suggestion that he's suffering from leprosy, or because of the misguided belief his suffering was a result of sin. There is no peace or even resignation as he nears the end of life. He feels abandoned by God and rejected by man, racked with physical pain and emotional turmoil. His misery is deep and profound. And in contrast to other psalms that express calamity and despair, Psalms 22 and 28, for instance, this psalm does not end with a return to praise. Here there is no resolution. The darkness has not receded. The suffering lingers. The, the lament is not over. As someone once said about this psalm, it is a prayer for the, the sick, not for the healed. Maybe this question of why is very real for you today. Maybe you are suffering or maybe you are watching someone you love suffer. This mystery of unresolved suffering is too deep for a short reflection like this. But we can say this. We, unlike the psalmist, know that death is not the end. We know that God, through Jesus, has shared our feelings of sorrow, pain, and abandonment. We know that he walks these paths with us in a deep and inexpressible way, despite our feelings of isolation. And despite the agony of our experience, our suffering produces something extraordinary in our lives and in our characters. As someone once wrote beautifully about this psalm, we thank God that there is one such song as this, with its revelation of what results in character when a soul in the midst of the most appalling suffering still maintains the activity of practiced relationship with God. We have also met such souls, and their witness to the power of the divine grace is more potent than any theoretical expositions. I'll just end with this. Corrie and Betsy Ten Boom were Dutch sisters interned in the Ravensbrück concentration camp by the Nazis. Both sisters suffered terribly in that camp and Betsy ultimately died there. As she lay dying on her bed in that concentration camp, Betsy turned to her sister Corrie and said, we must tell them that there is no pit so deep that he is not deeper still. They will listen to us, Corrie, because we have been there. There is no pit so deep that he is not deeper still. May you walk with that truth this day and in the days and weeks coming. Let's just end by praying. Lord, we are confounded and bewildered by this issue of suffering. We are confounded when we suffer. We are bewildered when we watch others suffer, particularly those that we love.
Lord, we don't understand it. And yet we know, Jesus, that you endured suffering as a human on the cross and even before that. We know you have walked in our steps. We know that you know what we are talking about. And yet, and also, Lord, we know that you walk with us. You walk with us as we suffer. You never abandon us, no matter what we feel like. And for those, Lord, who are suffering on this day, Lord, will you bless them. Lord, will you keep them. May they know the, the presence of Jesus with them as they walk this journey. And may, Lord, you bring relief to their suffering in this age or the next. May you do so, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you today and every day.